Good morning. And you have got House of Property on tour today. Good morning, Martin. Where the devil are you? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I am I'm in the Midlands today. I'm in the Midlands today doing some work, but also ready to do some fun, fun, fun this weekend. Day off Friday and um, we are um, ready to have some fun. But where are you? Well, I am actually this morning, Martin. I am in Devon. But this afternoon, I will be in the lakes. In the lakes? In the Lake yes. District? In the Lake District, yes. In my daughter district. was a little bit, yeah, my daughter was a little bit concerned, obviously, that I was going to the district after watching, um, I want to say Game of Thrones, but that would be wrong for an 11-year-old to watch. <laughs> What, what is it? What is it that's got the district? I can't think. I've just had a, a, a blonde moment if I'm going to say Minecraft. No, it's not Minecraft. What's it called? In Oh, it's brilliant. I'm anyway, what are you doing in the Lake District? Why are you, in the, are, you having a, are you having a holiday? You camping? No, I am not having a holiday and I'm not camping. I'm staying in a proper hotel with a proper bed and running water and everything. And I'm going out, out. But I am investing in myself and I am training. I am working with other mentors, other property professionals. And I'm really, really excited about what's going to come out of the other end of it all, as it were. That sounds wrong. But anyway. So. That's interesting though, isn't it? That both because um, you also know that next week I am spending some time with another trainer and um, being trained, investing in myself to make sure that we get bigger and better. And um, we should never, ever lose sight of that, shouldn't we? Even when it's the market's busy, we're running off our feet with all those things. How do we get bigger and better and giving ourselves time to invest in us and our careers in the same way that we do with all of our teams? So that's good. Well done, you. Thank you. Well done, you. Right back at you. <laughs> so how's your week been then? How's your week been? It's a funny week, isn't it? Funny week. Um, so last time when we were live, um, we'd just gone through the stamp duty holiday deadline and sort of sat there waiting to see is there going to be a load of renegotiations and fall throughs. That hasn't materialised as far as I can report and others are reporting. Um, but I think the market has just cooled ever so slightly. That white heat has gone out of the market. One of the big guys reported last week or yesterday, sorry, that um, that the housing market had taken a breath. Um, mm. How are you finding it? Um, it? It is a bit quieter. I think that that big sort of uh, research was done by Knight Frank. I've got it here. And I think that there, the headline was housing market paused for breath. It, it is and it isn't. I think there's kind of like, Yes, it feels quieter, but because we've been so running to that deadline that we've been right up against it, haven't we? So th there is less stock coming on, and I know that's being reported up and down the country. It, you've just got to create your own opportunities, I think, at the minute. But the phones are a little bit quieter. It is giving us the chance just to take stock, um, regroup on everything we, we've done. Um, I have booked to take my team out in two weeks' time to go to the Ivy, which is just opening in Exeter, which we're all really, really excited for. Um, and so we are shutting the office um, at lunchtime, putting our clothes for training signs up see what I did there um and we are going out and and treat and I'm treating everyone because I just think we all need a little bit of a, a hug a little bit of pack on the back and just to say you've done really good now let's work through to the end of the year because it could be a little bit harder but isn't that a good market isn't that when it's easy to sell houses the poor agent will thrive as well as the good agent but when the mm. market hardens yeah um, the poorer agent who just rides along with the 
along the wave just fades mm. away and becomes a damp squib where the rest of us and um, when the going gets tough the tough get going i was trying to avoid wheat and chaff to be honest oh, but, I don't, I mean, I, no usually it's cream rises to the top isn't it but it yeah. does make a difference doesn't it you know the hard yeah. work that you put in starts to pay off the extra bits that you do the investment you're doing yourself the investment yeah. that you've done in some of your marketing and the way that you're doing things those rapports and relationships that you've built in with your network and your community start to flourish when the market's tougher and Definitely. and actually you guide your customer to through the choppy waters of a sale to establish the dream that they want the to choppy achieve waters I tell of you sale. What, it's like I love this it. is poetry this morning isn't it <laughs> it's just rolling off it's going good <laughs> So we talked, didn't we, last week about, and I've just written it down here, the top three tips to defend your fees, because that's one of the issues I think at the moment is with the lack of stock, as we've talked about before, the first thing a lot of agents do is drop their fees to get the listing. Um, and I know that you and I are both really, really hot on going, actually, I am worth every penny, Mr. Vendor, Mr. Seller, other estate agent, you know, and this is why. So do you want to kick off with some tips then about how we as agents can defend our fees? And obviously, we have so I have friends listening and, and other vendors. and that, So you're going to hear all these tips and then use it against us. Use it right yeah. back at us. Anyway. There's a little bit of that, isn't there? Um, yeah. I have a couple of agents that we know that do this for them, play this as their morning meeting on a Thursday. Yeah. So, um, yeah, of course. But I think this is really important, actually, because we've all had this big exchange month, haven't we, last month in June. Yeah. And let's be honest, it was ka-ching, you know, yeah. in in. 23 years of selling property i don't know of a month where we've seen uh, i know you've done 40 odd but i don't think i've seen so many harsh, uh, so harsh. much of an income over and above target arrive in but so we've got that money there don't go and buy a new car um just um save a bit of a few of your pennies because actually it's a really interesting exercise to look at the stock that you've got in the market what percentage of that is going to sell when is that going to exchange how many listings are you putting on and actually are you going to hit your year-end target and what impact in mm. the first quarter of 2022 is your stock going to have at the moment? So fees are massively important. And though it's very tempting to drop your fees, drop your pants to be able to get those properties on the market. I don't, I don't do that, Martin. Um, I don't know what your tactics are. I more than ever, that. I want to keep going. More than ever, important <laughs> to see what, what it is. Um, my, um, my first one would be... Um, understanding who your key customer is your key client portfolio working out in your business who really really is um akin to the service that you're going to offer if you are an agent that does everything for them then who is the sort of customer that would appeal to that agency? Well, it's probably one that's got either inexperienced or not got a lot of uh, uh, disposable time so right. they're going to appeal to that client very well if you're an agent that does less and allows more involvement with the vendor then who is your key customer client well that's possibly somebody who has got more time or has more wants to have more mm -hmm. control and have more involvement and be able, able to arrange things those clients that um, are in aligned to your service will often pay you more than those that don't see the value in your service so understanding who your key customer is is really important to be able to get the um to be able to get the best fee you can from that client so that would be my first tip and do you mean because you're pitching your or setting your pitch accordingly to reflect that particular client 
100%. If it's there. So you imagine the way I look, I'll go into training just for a second. Give me two minutes, Grifter. What so, do you mean go into training for a second? It, it will. Um, imagine you're on the, the savannah, you're in the desert, and oh. you are in, you are a lion, you are a pack of lions, you are a lion lying there basking in the sun. The lions realized very quickly when they were running around chasing rabbits and warthogs that it was costing them a lot of energy and a lot of calories to be able to catch that little warthog and they'd eat for a day but the lions realized that when a zebra walked by they could hunt down a zebra and they could eat for a week using the same amount of calories as they could do chasing the little warthog that was only going to feed them for a day so who is your zebra client who is your who is the person that if that zebra walks by whatever you're doing you stop what you're doing and you go and get that zebra um and so understanding your zebra client because you know that they're going to be in line with what you're looking for and you go and hunt the ones that are going to give bring you back and feed you for a week so you could say then that your zebras are your million pound vendors and your warthogs are your two bedroom semis which would be in your business but (laughs) if you were in another business you might turn around and say that we have a huge demand for three-bedroom semi-detached houses. We're known for selling three-bedroom semi-detached houses. If we put a million-pound house on the market, we've got no buyers for a million-pound house. So that isn't a client for us. So it depends on your business model. Yeah. But in your business, yes, you would go – your business is tailor-made for those big properties. So it would be perfect cool. for them. Okay. So my tip is break down – what you do so if you are defending your fees and they're saying right you the red agent why should i go with you why not the green the blue or the yellow agent you can turn around and go actually mr vendor this is everything i do and i'm not saying just list all your services out but having built that rapport when you've started that journey with the the vendor um is it's just refresh reassess tell them again everything you do and what that means to them because it's not just saying well we do 360 tours we do 360 tours because it opens up the marketplace you can be sat on your sofa and you can view a virtual tour you can semi sell to someone from the comfort of their sofa i know it's a bit different because obviously we're, we're coming out of all of that but but you you just it's I'm trying to it's features and benefits in a way isn't it so break down you know what that means does it sell houses and how does it do that so I think you just got to refresh everything that you do and and it's not like I said putting a list of everything that you we do floor plans we do it's actually showing what you do differently and how or how that interprets to the seller and would you ever when you go in there and you quote two percent and they oh, say, that would be nice. Those Katie, are the days. That's fabulous. But all of your other agents are one and a half percent. Would you ever be bold enough to turn and say, which part of my service would you like me to drop then so that I can match the other agents and come down to one and a half percent? Well, when we're trained, that's what we're trained, don't we? When we sit in the classroom on Zoom and say, that's what you need to do in front of a vendor. But actually, that's really difficult to do because. I'm rude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but you to zhuzh it up a bit haven't you so instead of saying which bit of my service was like actually do you know what my fee is two percent because i do this this and this and what i'll do is i will give you a an additional glossy brochure i will guarantee i'll do you know you've got to try and add something that then kind of knocks everybody out of the out of the water and i know when training and that one particular trainer who's richard rawlings i think who always goes they'll you know when they say will you drop your fee just stay silent and you go no and he goes, okay, just asking. Yeah, well, why would I do that? Just asking. And I have done that, and that has worked, because you kind of 
I don't want to say you put the seller or the vendor or the landlord back in the box, but you can't, you go back at them and just go, why would I drop my fee? Oh, sorry, just asking. I always remember that one. That's a, I love that one. I love that one. Um, my next one is an old Simon Sinek thing, which is Understand Your Why, which we've talked about on this program before because mm -hmm. I've talked about his book. But in a similar sort of way to you were talking about all the features and benefits of using the firm, I think in addition to that, we are in an industry where people buy from people. And if somebody really trusts you and really is in tune with why you get out of bed in the morning, and so they start to care and understand why you bother getting out of bed in the morning, they buy into you as an individual. And therefore, mm -hmm. then it actually doesn't matter which brand you're working for. It's you they want to be dealing with. I know you're the business owner, but you've got some awesome team mm. colleagues working for you. If they were to switch they wouldn't because why would they ever leave you but if there was a switch to go to another agency it would be those people that would take the business with you because it's they are people buy into the individual as much as anything else so understanding why you do the job and why you are the very best person in town village suburb to be acting for that customer that client is massively important and portraying that because none of us are particularly great at talking about how great we are well, you and I are all right, well, but most yeah. people um, <laughs> struggle with talking about how great they are. Um, and Seller, to actually get, understanding that <laughs> you get me. and putting it across is, um, <laughs> is really important. <laughs> so my second point is understand your why and portray it. That would be okay. the other thing. So I would kind of like build on that one and almost it's um, – so when you're defending your fees, create a story. Tell a story as, oh, yes – Mr. Mr. Seller, Mr. Landlord, uh, you know, I've been asked this before. And actually, when I sold their house down the road and put a name to them, make that person come alive kind of visually and just tell a story about, oh, I've had that before. Yes. Well, actually, I wouldn't reduce my fee. And they went with the other agent. And you know what? It was absolutely shocking. You're not dissing your competition because obviously we're all told we're not allowed to do that because we're professional people. Um, but you can basically say, oh, no, the, the marketing, God, they came back to us. The photos were shocking. Do you know, I actually kept in touch with that seller when they went on the market and I'd taken a fantastic photo and I, and I sent that photo to them to use in their marketing and it was a light bulb moment and they came back to us and they paid us the fee that we asked for and we deserve and it doesn't matter you know that you're defending your fee because you're turning around you're creating a visual and for me that really really works that's good I like that creating stories and make putting mm. some light and shade in it that's very very yeah. good so they, they like that um my final one, uh, no, no, I can't, I've got two, so you might have to get both. My final two <laughs> is a bit in line with that. Be more Why does that not surprise me? <laughs> be more passionate than your, than your competitors. People, people want to deal with winners. People want to deal with passionate people. People want to deal with – that's not extraordinarily not, over yeah, the top. That not is, That is making that customer feel that they are the most important person they've seen that day when you've perhaps mm. seen six. Um, but more than anything is understanding – what it actually costs you to sell that house. And so you actually understand where profit comes in and yeah. making sure that, you know, it's going to cost this amount if we sell it in the first three weeks and it takes 12 weeks to go through. It's going to cost this amount if it's going to take 12 weeks of marketing and 18 weeks of sales progression to go through. Um, and we want to make a profit margin on top of that. So I need to be charging this sort of level. So understanding actually what your cost base is to make sure that you've got a profit margin to make sure that you are winning at the end of the day yeah cool and actually i would say another top tip so my third one for defending fees is actually don't ever 
get to that point. Make that customer journey so good. So when the the potential client goes on your website, it is bloody awesome. When they pick up the phone, it's not just a, a great service. It is bang on the money. It is so top bar. It is just head and shoulders. When you send that pre-appraisal, pre-market um, report or letter or hand deliver them cupcakes or whatever you do, you know, just make that experience and that journey just so phenomenal and just smash the competition out of the park so you don't have to defend your or jelly journey. beans. What's that? This is what I deliver, jelly beans. Do you? Yeah. And, and do you put like a funny little quip? Because I know the realtors in America have some really funny little slogans and bits like they might send, you know, some cookies and you know, to sweeten you up to, for the deal or, you know, uh, a key. This is the key to your sale. That's, you know, do you put anything funny and amusing to it or not? No, you no. don't, do you? Um, no, I, maybe um, you might want to think about that. <laughs> I know you think I'm cheesy, but I'm not that cheesy. Um, the, um, but no, cupcakes, it's great if you're in Florida and cupcakes and cookies are fabulous, aren't they? But they get rained on in um, North Not the minute. So, A heat not, wave is coming. I know, very exciting. This weekend, yeah. I've got That's my right. sunshine so, lotion out and everything. Last week it was coming home. This week a heatwave's coming. We'll move on quickly, won't we? A heatwave's coming. Yes, yes. I yes. didn't know there was a football match. Who said there was a football match? We're not talking about it. We agreed we wouldn't talk about the football, didn't we? We didn't talk. We won't talk about that. So, do you want to know? So today is the fourteenth. Do you want to know what day it is today in the social media calendar? Do, do, do. do you know? It's the fifteenth, actually. But yes, carry on. What's on the fourteenth? What it's was not. yesterday? Mine says fourteenth. My computer. Okay, go on. Carry on. Fourteenth. It yeah. is the 14th. It's National Nude Day. How are you celebrating? <laughs> Tomorrow, the 15th, is Pet Fire Safety Day. I thought I'm you weren't doing these day no, things it's anymore. It's only because it makes me laugh, right? So there is a company called Marketing Barn, and I, a big shout out to them. And every Sunday on social media, they post up what's coming for the week. And it just it really it just makes me laugh about the things that but and on the 18th oh 17th yeah is yeah. National Tattoo Day. Have you got and any the tattoos? 18th? Don't answer that. The 18th is Ice Cream Day. Oh, that's all right then. I'm looking forward to the 18th. So there's a few things happening. That's Sunday, right? Things. Sunday's the 18th. That's good. There you go. So you can have an ice cream on Sunday because it's National Ice Cream Day. But lots of people are using these social medias, um, kind of like days and memes and everything to, to promote out there. And I know that I said, oh, it's all a bit yucky because, you know, I haven't found National Estate Agents Day yet. <laughs> I haven't found National Letting Agents Day, but I'm sure we're going to get that out there at some point. So I'll be getting in touch with Marketing Barn and making sure they put that on their, uh, their memes. That out, as I say. That's good. Yeah. So we are, um, so Monday the 19th, can we go to all the dates like we know the calendar? Monday the 19th is the first day where restrictions are dropped. You very kindly gave your hints mm. and tips. Um, last week on how people should look and consider what the guidance is going to be, your interpretation of the guidance, which was very useful. And thank you very much for all the positive feedback that we got on that. Um, have you started to implement this? Has, have you seen any bumps in the road? Have you made decisions? It's been very interesting watching yeah. the retailers how some retailers are still going to insist on masks and face coverings. Some retailers aren't. Um, it feels like a bit of a minefield when you then throw it open to everybody's own interpretation. Yeah, I, I think so. And um, 
we're going to keep masks um, on. I had a big team meeting yesterday with everyone just to explain what the procedures will be from Monday. So we're, we are unlocking our door from Monday, but we are limiting the number of people coming in. Um, but people have got to have masks on. Um, we've changed all our viewing protocol um, emails and the questions that we ask. We don't have to ask the three questions anymore. Um, but we are saying, you know, it is our company um, policy to wear a mask and our vendors request as well. So if you do not wish to wear a mask and you turn up to do a viewing or to look at a property and you will not wear it, we will not give you access. No. So it's back to having that difficult conversations, but actually making sure my team are happy with that. Um, and, and that's a challenge. But actually, do you know what? I, I don't think we've seen the last of lockdown. And I know I'm always really positive about this. But I mean, the, the notes I've got here is, it's down to using our own judgment. Now, the great British public not been so good at that or something but have been so it's we've got to use our own judgment rather than the government mandating how we act but it, it's not looking great I don't want to talk more about it because it just it's just like oh god but we're going to keep wearing masks I'm still going to wear a mask when I go into into shops and, and I had a chamber of commerce meeting last week locally um and the the thing was that actually th this town that I operate out of we're still going to be a mask wearing town and um, and if people don't like it then but we want to keep everyone safe. That's our customers, our clients, and 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 everyone we come into contact with. So it, it's it's it, oh, it's just a challenge, isn't it? It's a real challenge. That's the key, though, isn't it? Keeping colleagues, customers, and communities safe. Yeah. Um, and making some, taking some common sense, being secure. Um, you know, if somebody had the flu pre-COVID, we wouldn't. If somebody was really ill, they wouldn't come into the office because they'd yeah. be ill and they'd be at home. If you we were going out, if somebody had an appointment to the market appraisal and they had the flu, then they'd ring and cancel the market appraisal. If they were really ill, you'd get out there quite pretty quick, wouldn't yeah. you? Um, yeah. So it is just uh, just being sensible and being careful. But I'm quite pleased that the Ferrari around the June date, which was going to be Freedom Day, seems mm. to have dropped. Um, yeah. And actually, there's a bit more common sense. And I think it's just to remind our listeners, and if you're watching now or, you know, you're playing on catch up, that you've got to redo your risk assessment. You've got to make sure all your staff are happy um, and comfortable with the situation because some are a little bit anxious at, at, about it. Um, but also you've got to check with your, you know, your landlords and your sellers as well that that they're happy with the route that you're taking. I, they Most of them will be, but I've just reaffirmed it, get it in writing, you know, send that email out, pick up the phone to them, whatever you need to do just to confirm that you're using a safe agent we've redone our risk assessment um i've got mine if anyone wants to, to have a look at that i've got a checklist and obviously you've got to display that in your office as well so it's just a reminder as we slowly open up safely there will be you know checks from trading standards um you know and, and whoever else out coming along to making sure you're you're doing everything correctly um, and we've just got to remember that now we've got a little bit of time to take a pause just make sure you've got everything displayed where it should be because the offices have been shut for a little while you know make sure yeah. you've you've got your your money laundering displayed your cmp up there just have a little check back through not only in your shop, um, you know, your, your premises, but also on your website as well. I've been having a little look, and I know you have, Martin, too, about agents' websites. And actually, there's a few out there that haven't quite got everything that they need to have to, to kind of tick off what, what they need to operate. So just, just pull your socks up, get out there and, and, and check it. Um, and at the same time, be aware of scams, because this is a big thing that I've been seeing. And it's just... 
it's not necessarily just come to the forefront. And we've talked about scams and we've talked about data and hacking and that before. But I think that when there's a, a society that are very anxious, um, you can you can be preyed upon. And that sounds like in a, ba- yeah. in a bad way, but there are some really shocking scams out there. I, I just, you know, it, it, it's, it's just difficult. And I, I was speaking to a client this week and they said they had someone ring up, say they were from the council, say, oh, your direct debit has bounced with your um, council tax. Um, can I just have your bank details? And she just, she just did it. And, oh, wow. and then afterwards, yeah. And afterwards she said, you know, I'm a, Mid forties professional woman, she said. But I was so busy and thinking, oh my god, that I haven't paid my council tax. I just gave them the bank details, and you just think, and just in a, in a fleeting moment, goes out the window, doesn't it? So just Scary, yeah. So I think some of the the, the sort of uh, scams that have been going around have been testing kits, selling testing kits, you know, and actually they they don't mean nothing. It's just oh, um, I've got down here criminals seeking to take advantage of financial uncertainty with people, calls pretending to be your bank. Um, and, oh, and and fake holiday refunds. That's a real biggie at the moment, saying you booked a holiday and it was cancelled. And most people go, yes, I did. Yeah, I'm from Thomas Cook. And you take it at face value. Yeah, and it's not Shopping. the case. And you just got to be really careful out there, you? because there is some bad ones. There yeah. really is some bad ones out there. Um, one of the things that is reopening from next Monday is the theatres and entertainment, which is very exciting. Although... Um, I have got a friend who lost his job from the West End. He was a stage designer. But he took it well. He left without making a scene. <laughs> Do you see, I didn't know whether that was a joke coming or whether that was like a heartfelt story about someone losing their job. <laughs> Honestly. So that's made me laugh this week. So other things that have made me laugh is as agents, we always have to get our like brochures and our property details correct, don't we? So we've got to say, you know, like if it's right by like a motorway, we have the A38 or say the M5 and you can say easy access to the M5 when it's right next to the motorway. Um, and I'm just unlocking my phone because there was something that really caught my eye this week um, on um, on Facebook Marketplace. And it just happened to be posted by a friend of mine. Um, and basically- It was a um, friend of yours. It was. Well, I'm not going to say who she is, but basically she posted up a rug, a horse rug for sale, okay? And it's just, it really made me laugh. And I'll, I'll put it in here. I'll obviously crop her details out. But basically there's a picture of this rug on the floor and it's got hardly used, fairly good condition, apart from one rip, which could easily be repaired. And I just thought, it just, it really made me laugh. So- it just kind of made me think that we've got to be careful. Well, yeah, it made me laugh really good. But, I mean, we've got to be careful how we promote and, and, and put forward our brochures. And I know that some people, some agents, are doing just literally a very basic um, kind of gen. They're not going into a lot of detail about the property um, for fear of there being comeback. Because I think, again, having read in the in the trade press, that complaints against letting agents and complaints against estate agents are on the rise again. Mm. So we've just got to be careful on that front. Yeah, CPRs is massive, isn't it? And we'll come mm. um, back now that people can start hunting around a little bit and people are, when they're not quite, so we can't really complain because we want to rent that house. And we can't really complain because we want to buy that house. Um, when it's not quite that white heat, then um, all of a sudden they start to think about it. And there is some crack, isn't there? Beautiful view if you ignore the motorway that's at the, in the foreground. And there's some great, great bits out there. Very good. So, and the other thing I would like to say is um, keys this week have been the bane of my life. So, oh, my, oh don't. It's just, oh. 
So I was um, I was chatting to one supplier who said, oh, how do you deal with your keys? Have you got everything sorted? And I said, oh, it's all logged through my CRM system. I'd love one of those big lighty up things that tells you it, but don't need it. Don't need it. So he goes, OK, fine. So I pop out yesterday to do a viewing and uh, and I try to get into the property uh, and I think, <laughs> oh, my God, I can't get in. Or someone must have flicked the lockdown. So run back to the office get like a second because we've got a spare key on this particular property um get that spare key for, for that property it opens it so i think oh, that's really strange that's, not too, that's very very odd indeed and i'm thinking well where are these people they're meant to be here at two o'clock so call the office again and go where are these people they're outside they're, they're right outside so i'm looking at there's no one it's kind of like random waves at people that sort of thing and then i realized that actually i was I'd got the right key, but I was getting into the wrong property. You're in the wrong house, <laughs> wrong property. So, and I just, I haven't, done, <laughs> I haven't done that for a while. Um, and I was telling my team, <laughs> team last night, and it's just kind of go. We are all human. We all make mistakes. <laughs> Have you made any corkers this week, then? No. Well, yes, but not that I'm fair to tell on this show. Um, but yes, there is. Um, it's always very difficult. Estate, bane of every estate agent's life, the keys, aren't they? Absolute oh, bane God. of everybody's life. So I hope you enjoy your weekend um, training and some downtime in the pub, I hope, um, in the Lake District. The sun's going to be out. Um, I shall be watching Lewis Hamilton hopefully win the British Grand Prix. Oh, yes. Yeah, so you're, you're having like a, like a nice jolly, aren't you? You're training jolly this jollying. Weekend. Lads' mm -hmm. trip this weekend, which will be Fantastic. good. Boys' trip, good. Um, and we'll look forward to seeing you um, next week. If you are catching up on YouTube, if you are watching us on Facebook Live, if you are finding us listening to us on your podcast, and you've heard what you've liked, what you've heard, and you like what we say on House of Property, please share it with your friends. Sharing's caring, <laughs> isn't it? Um, it would be lovely to. Um, hear exactly what you think of um, our little show and we'll see you all this time next week yes Bye -bye. a normal service resume next week yeah normal service resume back in the land of the living <laughs>